Avril? No. Sounds like her though, eh? Jesus, this is Avril from 2007. It, it's funny because I was listening to the new album. This is Pale Waves. Pale Waves. I was listening Shit. to their new album yesterday. Shit. If you don't like Pale Waves, man, I got tickets to see Pale Waves this uh, next month. Yeah, great. I'm sure they're great people. I'll be sure to tell them you think it's shit. <laughs> shit name. Wait, you're hanging out or you're... Oh, I wish. You have a little poster board? They're on the, same, they're on the same label as uh, 1975. They're from uh, Manchester. Uh, so, like, they're... I will so say... Okay, I, I, their skin color is probably... <laughs> it's, it's Sue, yeah. <laughs> it's, there's, I'm telling you, like, they're <laughs> noticeably really white. Um, but I, I heard a song in this album. So this is Pale Waves. It's their, their new album... Um, what is it? Unwanted, I think. It's, yeah, unwanted. Yeah, yeah. even the it, title name is uh, it's edgy. Is Avril Lavigne. Edgy AF. Unwanted. This is called Reasons to Live. It's so good, but there is a song in here I heard yesterday because I went to the horse races and I was Hilarious. driving home and I'm like, is this Avril? I actually thought the same thing, but it's a uh, pale wave. How, how was the horse races? Were, were you? I saw how I saw your outfit. Okay, and I I picture horse racing outfits to be totally different than what you are like wearing. old school. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. How is everyone else dressed? Um, so I I got invited to the horse races yesterday. My my cousins from Japan are in, <laughs> yeah. and so when they're here, they like do something every single day. I love that. And so my mom FaceTimed me uh, to give like a gift. I I got my cousin a gift for her birthday, mm. and so she FaceTimed me to to watch her opening up the gifts. And I'm like, what are you guys up to tonight? They're like, we're going to the horse races. And I'm like, I love gambling. Like, this is one thing I love to do. And, yeah. And man, I don't meet a lot of people that love gambling. Or really? it's like, it's like, it's like taboo to say they love gambling. Or people are like, no, nah, I don't gamble. I don't. I'm like, why? It's so fucking fun. It's act, and that, and that's the best. That's the best mindset for it is to actually think of it as fun. hundred spending money. I'm spending hundred dollars for the next two hours. You you obviously going with a set amount. Yes. Don't get reckless with it. But gambling can be so fun because. I don't know, but then again, like if you were to ask an entrepreneur, I think a lot of them would be down for gambling because yes. our every day is is risky as it's hell. Gamble. It's it's all a gamble. Like not in like a edgy way, but what I do for a living is consistently a gamble. For me to buy my condo is a gamble because what if I don't get views? What if I don't get brand deals? Are like, you saying social media is kind of like putting your all your money a hundred dollars on what you're looking at? Horse number six. 100%. Hey, this guy, on, this guy remembers the name. Come on, man. That was impressive. Hey, I picked the winner. What you looking at? Um, Do you bet based off on the, the names? Uh, I did one race. There was a guy named Sharky, and he had like uh, 15 to 1 odds. No, 18 to 1 odds. The guy did horribly. But I will say, okay, listen. I went, 18 to 1. I, these horse races, so in the summer here in Toronto... And I want to clarify, that's not a Canadian activity. I got a comment saying, LOL, look at these Canadian activities. I'm like, fucking horse racing? Have you heard of the Kentucky Derby? It's like <laughs> yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah. thing in the world. Um, so it's not Canadian. But anyways, I was watching the race, and these jockeys, they're not like fucking four or five. These guys are like 5'11", weigh 300 pounds. Like, oh, what? They're just basically just universal drivers they put behind a horse. Oh, and they let it go. It's not yeah, like they, they look assigned. like Lego characters. Actually, you're right. Yeah, they were very yeah. universal looking. The way yeah. they laid down. Man, their abs would be insane because they're like basically arching backwards. But I thought they were. Yeah, I thought they were like short little guys. They're supposed to be, and I think like real horse racing, you match up with a jockey. Yes. like the horse is the jockey's thing. In this type, where they're doing it every single day, I think all they're doing is saying, "Okay, you're riding uh, that today." Like it's the employees, right? Of they're the just casino. hired men. They're just like porn men, porn stars for horses. Yeah, like, they don't, horse, don't care about who they are. Just, yeah, yeah, just just hop on. <laughs> and like one of the guys, I'm telling you, one guy must have been, he was definitely over 250. 
250. And it's like, that horse has to pull that shit. Yeah, torque. So I'm like, Sharky right there. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure Sharky got like the short end of the stick with Mr. 300 pounder. <laughs> they weigh them every day and they give them the new odds. It's br- like, that's got to play a role, right? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, you're pu- let that horse is pulling that. Damn. So it was fun. Like, I didn't really win much, but it was a fun night out. Um, and yeah, what, what was. I do that way too much. Uh, you love gambling. Sometimes I think my memory goes, man. <laughs> it's um, all good. You love gambling? I do, I do love to gamble. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, it does come down to a career thing where I look at people in my surroundings and they're, they're in my world, so risk averse. Mm. And they don't put themselves out there. And I've been putting myself out there for so many years that it almost becomes regular or like, like average. Because I've, I've been doing it for over 10 years. Do you have anyone in your world that that you know closely that actually is more uh, whatever the opposite Rip. of risk covers. Just take risk taker. Risky? Risk taker than me? Yeah. Um, hmm. Like, like it, there's there's so many like like ways to look at this. Like, yeah, there's yeah. people that are like risk takers with their lives. Yeah. Uh, some with money. Um, I would say, I'm trying to think of my surroundings. But you know how they're like, you don't want to be the smartest in the room? I'd yeah. imagine you also don't want to be the riskiest in the room. Well, because the problem if you're the riskiest in the room is oftentimes your level of fun is unmatched. It's <laughs> yeah. so like when I go to a casino. Trailblazer. And like, let's say I've had a couple of drinks and I've got like a hundred bucks. I would just be like, yo, F should it. I put a hundred bucks <laughs> yeah. on fucking? Yeah, yeah. So I, I told <laughs> this black. story a while ago. I put, I was sitting at home because in, in Ontario, we have gambling now online. Love that. And so I took 200 bucks mm. and I put it on black. And nobody was around, and I lost it. <laughs> and so I'm like, I, I legit don't know. It's not even a money-making thing. Like, I just don't know people in my surroundings that would be as sort of reckless with money. And, that, and that's a good thing. And I'm also not vilifying myself either because, like, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of fun. I thoroughly enjoy it. I you, love you say that all you want, but I, I know what it's like to lose $100 on work. Hurt, and man, you feel scum. Man, I, I did it because I was trying to, like, get some money for golf clubs. <laughs> so I, I had to buy golf clubs either way. So I was driving to the golf town. And uh, I remember thinking, damn, that was that was one of the dumbest things. But, okay, let me hear, hear this out. I knew at the end of the day it was a win-win story. Because mm. now, look at this. I get to share that I bet 200 bucks I lost. Like, I know it doesn't make me look good, but like at least I got a story out of it. Fair. But like, do you think all golfers, because I feel like all golfers are, are built the same, okay? You guys all gamble and spend money recklessly just to buy a new uh, set of clubs. Well, clubs last you 10 years, right? So, like... If you were to yeah, say, oh, let's just, investment bullshit. let's just add uh, $300 to it, it's fine. Like, yeah, I got yeah. really good clubs. And, like, I'm not, like, an a A-plus player, but it's, like, <laughs> I, I can have them for 10 years now, right? Interesting. Even my, my golf bag, man, my golf bag is a pro bag. And so when I roll up to, like, golf courses with this, I'm like, oh, fuck, everyone's going to think I, like, swing. Uh, and I'm, like, I'm, like, not, like, a phenomenal golfer, but my bag says otherwise. I went golfing for the first time last week. And did I you really? A, I did. And then I was uh, pretty, pretty shit. It's hard to do. Like, if you're new at it, it's hard to do. Shout out also to Alex, the greatest guy ever. Apparently, you know Alex, Can yeah, I just say, who got engaged to... Oh, fiance Amy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her new name, by the way. It's, apparently, it's, I called the man toxic. I thought I called him alpha male, but I think apparently... When, 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 when? Oh, they, oh he heard the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he heard the podcast. He's like, oh, you think I'm a little toxic? I was like, no, I what? And he's like, yeah, when, when Dan asked you, is he toxic alpha male? You thought about it. And I was like, ah. Uh, like, ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I do remember asking that because I listened to it back. 
And I was it, like, ah. Man, it's funny how, He's like. He's toxic as alpha male. You are the greatest person on earth. Thank you for taking me out golfing. You're just funny. Sometimes this podcast for you, I feel like is a, yeah. a 2003 MTV live episode where it's like, I just want to give a quick shout out to my boy, oh, Alex. Bro, I love shout outs. Yo, where's my Alex at? I'm like, yeah. this is hilarious, man. I can tell you grew up in like the early 2000s. In a, in a hostage situation, I'm shouting out people. <laughs> Any last words? I just want to give a shout out to my boy, Luai, for always smoking cigars in his car. So uh, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, today's topic. Okay, wow, this is the fastest we've gone to. One hundred percent. We said that under ten minutes. Look at that. Wow, I didn't think we were going to do that. We're Dude, sick because last week I said like we got to get. It was like thirty minutes in, man. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Um, before we deviate, today's topic is what is your superpower, but also what's some shit thing about you? I want you to meme yourself in the shittiness, but also give me a superpower. Okay, let me say this first off. Um, from somebody in social media, negative comments outweigh positive mm -hmm. by like maybe three mm -hmm. so i'm gonna say we need to give at least three positives two negatives you got to have more positives Look, otherwise everyone on the podcast is gonna be like these guys fucking suck man i love that but do you did you learn this from social media or did you learn this because we were both cam counselors and we have to do the sandwich <laughs> method and yeah, yeah. Big Mac sandwich. Start nice. good, good bad good it's like bad, look good. we all love you at camp yeah we, but you have to shower because <laughs> yeah. you smell like shit <laughs> you're so fucking fast at dodgeball <laughs> 100 no one's around you <laughs> i mean i still sort of do that like i still sandwich shit because in, internally it makes it seem like it's coming across easier it's maybe that is one of the superpowers you know, it's like the hey listen bro i love you you know i love you i hate that one yeah, yeah i yeah. fucking hate that your girlfriend's trash no bro you know i love you so yeah. much but like your girlfriend fucking sucks ass but like you're, you're so fucking stylish <laughs> yeah and, and you could punch up <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, like i love those but i got a backhanded compliment so i did a, a youtube video for the first time in like months yesterday yeah. And it's like a full length one, right? And it was fun to be back. And I'm like, I'm waiting for some people give you backhanded compliments. Mm. And I'm like, why the fuck do you have to say that? Mm. So it starts off with like, Dan, like I love, it. Like, it was really sweet. I've watched you for so long. There's the bun. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> then it goes. Here's it was really, it was really sad to see your views dwindle to almost nobody. And I'm like, why the fuck? You have to say that. <laughs> Did they give you a top bun after that? Like, and then, then, then it was like, because you deserve so much better. Ah, you're yeah, such a good yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I look at that and I'm like, first off, I have neglected YouTube for five months. I'm killing it on TikTok. Yeah. Killing it on Instagram. So like, that's why I'm coming back and not caring about views. Yeah. Dwindling to nobody. That's why. Had I, had I not been having success elsewhere. Yeah. This shit would have mentally really been tough to get through for sure. Not getting views is tough, man. Yeah. That's where the riskiness comes in. But TikTok killing it. Instagram killing it. So when I look at it, I'm like, I'm going to do YouTube because of passion now, not because I have necessity. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, okay, let's get to you. How about you start? Give me, and, yeah. and first off, let me let me say this. If we're doing this, mm. you can't be sugarcoating this shit. Be like, I mean, people tell me this. Like, it's got to be cocky. Oh, no, no, it. no, no. I'm, I'm showing teeth, baby. You own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm cocky about this shit. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I fucking listen. Like nobody else can. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me, Let me think, tell you something, Dan. I listen like nobody else can. In what way? I'm a, fuck, I'm a master. <clears throat> master listener? Master listener. Okay. I, uh, I, I listen so much that, you know what? This also actually maybe like wins people over, I think. Maybe that's the actual superpower here. I win people over. No, no, but you, whoa, 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 hold on. This guy, I, I do, so, I do, I do so many great super, I'm just the best guy. <laughs> Literally the best. I knew this was going to happen. No, no, what? Start with, start with listening. Yeah, yeah. Listening, okay. I feel like not only you know some people like they they've heard that you can if you repeat what the person said, uh, you know yeah, everyone will be like that, no, like FBI yeah, tactic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I actually feel like I do it so well, like a masterful in, in a masterful way. I feel like I 
when, when I listen to someone, I, I let them expose what they really want to get at. Mm, like the berry of the, the fucking fruit. Yeah, you know, like we have this like, not to use the word berry again, but um, no, I, I know you said berry. I know. Oh, I was like, what, what word did you just fucking say? <laughs> but berry we have all this again? shit like buried down, like this little <clears throat> nugget of freaking amazingness. Okay, and we're too scared. You think everyone has that? Oh, everyone has that. For sure. And everyone has this like, or, or even opinions or thoughts or whatever, but we bury it down. And I feel like I'm so good at Bringing that up, it's like almost Wait, like a game. You team. just jumped superpowers. What? That's from you, listening. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You, I, you, I just gulped. Yeah, I just gulped. I just gulped. What you in did life. was you pitched. You pitched the initial part of the I bridge. I was good at that shit. Yeah, which was I'm like, great at this. I'm too. good at listening. It's somehow you fucking spun this to. I can bring the realness out of people. <laughs> yeah, I think like, that comes I, know, from I get. Listening. I get. Though no, I get listening does that. But have you ever met a boring person? Seriously, no. Like, you shut up. <laughs> Actually, I've met, I've met a boring people are, are like a dime a dozen, man. I've met so many boring people out there where I'm like, fuck. Are they actually a dime a dozen? Give me a percentage of how many boring people are there in the world. Listen, I would agree with you that I think everybody has a fun side. Yeah. But I would say that majority don't let that come out for fear of judgment or immaturity or yes. something like that. Yes. Yeah. Stay with me here. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, my superpower here through listening. Okay. No, and no, but my, my ego is on this whole listening shit right now. I can tell because there's a total voice. Right? And I, you know what I can do? I can bring that shit out. I'm also holding out my hands like, a, like I'm like a Jedi or some yeah. shit. Okay. And I was like, okay, so this little, that thing that like they don't want to expose to the world, I feel like my listening exposes it, takes it out. You've never been in a no, car with no, me like, and like, like I, said, I'm like, you know, I could tell you, I could be like, yo, give me your darkest I agree. No, I listen, I, I could vouch for listen. you being a good listener. I would say that. 100%. Um, but, but <laughs> fuck, you didn't need to say that. <laughs> I. <laughs> okay, so yes, I would say you're a good listener. But but back to the boringness. Um, listening doesn't always bring out the boringness. Sometimes it could bring out the pessimism in people. Mm. Like if you sit down and listen to somebody just go, they'll just fucking vent about all the shit. Oh, God. And it's, and it's like, that's a pure pessimist pessimist person i'm like those people are so exhausting to be around that to me i'm like i got to avoid you because that's a really hard thing to break mm. it is like like to tell them it's not all bad they're like yeah okay sure but like what if i'm like just stop like it, it's conditioning to change right but, but but don't you think you have a power to do that like for example um i know something about you that you always listen to both sides of the story always yeah, yeah. always right yeah no matter what i bring to you you'll but, but, you, show people, me both sides but people fucking hate that, man. Sure, sure, they hate that. But don't you think, or not, don't you think, I believe that it changes the way I speak to you. Like, your listening tactic of always ah. looking for that second lens Interesting. makes me watch out so, so, to, <laughs> to, to, not, to not say some shit because I know it's going to get the other side. So, hold <laughs> you know on. I mean? So, are you, do you manipulate your stories around for, me? Of course. You do? 100%. Interesting, and and so not manipulate, but like, man, you're you. That's a word, bro. Go ahead, manipulate <laughs> yeah, is a word. It is. <laughs> it's a toxic well, word. That, no, yeah. but that, that is what you would be doing, right? Because if you have a story that you would normally say you're the victim or you're the best um, around me, you know I'm going to challenge it exactly. And I feel my listening tactic of always bringing out the fun or bringing out that deep dark shit that no one wants to expose. Mm. Okay, around me, they feel like they can. You know, and well, around me, they feel like they can't talk about work. Let me tell you. Why? Why? Did you say <laughs> not? For the last five years, I think for every birthday party, I've like 
in the invite, be like, don't talk about work. No one wants to talk about work. Man, I would love to be a new person at that party. Like, so many people rely on work as small talk. Yeah, I hate that shit. Imagine going to your party where it's like, sorry, bro, we're not allowed to talk about work. Imagine going to my party and you talk about how you're a physiotherapist. Like, no one, please, (laughs) or some friggin' grade four teacher, no one gives a shit. I want to say this. I heard this the other day, and it it is pretty true. Just a quick little rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, always. Um, Being, like, making friends in your 30s or, like, looking at sitcoms from the 90s where it's like, Everyone always has these friend groups. Yeah. Um, if you don't have that, it's tough to break into that. I know you have that. Yeah. So let's say I go to one of your parties. Yeah. Where you guys all fucking, like you guys have good group chats. You guys talk about yes. so many personal things. Yes. The new guy comes in. Do you know how much of a target you have on your back as a new guy? Of course. Because in the friend group, you see you see how Dan ate a carrot? He fucking just shoved the whole thing in his throat. Or someone could ask you, hey, Dan, do you have a hairy ass or do you not have a hairy ass? No, but that's Isn't that fine. so much more interesting than some Zoom language it's, of like, yeah, let's just circle back next no, week. No, it and totally... Uh, this is a great network. <laughs> Listen, it totally is. Yeah. But, but as a new guy going into friend groups, it is... How would you break through that? Talk about your puppy. You got a beautiful dog. Okay, but then what happens is all that guy does <laughs> is just talk about himself or his dog. Like you could see how it could, you could always be the bad guy in people's eyes. That's where pessimism comes into play. Yeah. It's like those people I think you should avoid, avoid having them in your friend groups because everything you say is going to be spun to, they always make it about them though. Or, yeah, but have you ever noticed like those people? And that's yeah. why I do this too. I'll be honest. The reason why I do this two sides to every story mm-hmm. is because when you are online, you see these people comment on your shit saying like, did anybody realize how Dan only talked about it? I'm like, hold on. Is that what, is <laughs> yeah. that what you pulled from this shit? Like, cause now it's like, I got to now share my side of the story. So I've been on the end of that. And so when I hear things like even my brother, my oldest brother, he'll, he'll spin stories all the fucking time. <laughs> so he's the one that is the triumphant one or the victim of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I hear it and then I'll hear from my other brother when they're fighting and I'm like, this is whack because you fucking pitched that whole story. And I'll go back to him saying, why did you say that? No, no, no. And so now, no matter who you are, even if you're my girlfriend, because this has caused fights in the past, mm. um, that like I want to hold people accountable by nature. I think that is, makes you a better person. 100%. It makes you more reflective of your own actions. If you know, I'm, it's it's for sure a good thing, by the way. Like you gotta You got to show teeth to other people. We've talked about this before. Like if, if your girlfriend every time you know says hey do i look good and every single time and you just become this yes man right she'll she'll not take that uh opinion seriously fact very true but i mean like i wouldn't there's a ratio there's probably like a one to ten like like people value if you're going to be open and honest but if it's like a girlfriend that i'm with like for one like where i'm at now in life i'm not going to be solely for a girl that is attractive and i want to i want to say this because um i put a video out yesterday and I think when you show authenticity or vulnerability, uh-huh. it's an attractive trait, okay? Yeah. And so I put this video out yesterday, and I basically just talked about my past year, how I said I'm not dating, and, and the reason I'm not dating is because of this, and I, I went through therapy, and I, I joined a gym. Mm-hmm. And I think, okay, so I showed off that I'm taking care of myself. I'm focusing on me. From there, I had these, like, DMs come come through that I'm like, you were so wishy-washy before, mm. and now you're sort of like this. And I'm just like... The change-up. It's the change-up that I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, I was attracted at first. I don't know. I don't know. But, but like now... 
keep going. I'm sort of Great a listener. Here. I'm sort of like, <laughs> <laughs> like I tell more. And now I guess I'm sort of like not because it came and went. Like I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here actually. But I do. I would say one of. I never even thought about that being a superpower. But listening to two sides, of course. But um, it's not only a superpower, but like it, it, I, don't I, know I do think it change. Like no, I'm saying not only is it a superpower, but it also change. It really does like change people for the better. When they're communicating to you. If I had a megaphone, okay, yeah. and the whole world had to, li- like, legit Amar listen, okay? Yes. I would say, guys, please know there's two sides to every story. Like, I know I'd say, like, love each other, world peace, but you're never going to have world peace. People are different. Um, I would legit probably say something along the lines of just hold yourself accountable because I'm the amount of people out there in this world that love to push blame, push, and I see it all the time, I'm just like, stop. Cut that shit in half and take half of it for you. Why do you think people don't do that? Because it's easier to say you did nothing wrong and, and, and it's them. It's like you realize if you're having to vent to somebody saying, I did nothing wrong, you absolutely did something wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like like nine times out of ten, people aren't just going to irrationally be like, fuck it, and do, do something weird. Mm. Right? And if they did, just trace it back. And this isn't victim blaming or anything like that, but like trace it back. Was there a time where you should have done a different reaction? Yeah. Was there a time you should have said or, or done that? Like, it's not victim blaming, but it, it's accountability for both sides. They should have done that, but you also shouldn't have done this. Yeah, yeah, no. And by the way, this whole victim blaming shit, okay? I don't know why, how woke took it over. Sometimes it's all good to victim blame. I'm sorry. I'm going to say this right now, okay? Right, right now, I'm back it, Yeah, back, it, back this up, man. <laughs> not a great talker. Great listener, not a great talker. Okay, Vic, this victim blaming thing has, like, gone from, like, you cannot ever blame any victim and it's not always mm. you you should go to jail because you are the like or you deserved this because that no but it like next week i'm going to colombia if i go to colombia with my phone out everywhere and like instagramming and whatever making stories and shit and someone robs my phone yes it's not my it's not i'm not the one who did the crime but i'm the idiot who Okay, right on my phone. You. Fair. So, so I think what happens is victim and it's blaming. All good to say you're an idiot for taking out your phone. In one hundred percent, victim blaming I think has a big context to any sort of sexual um, of injustice, right? So people hear that and they think victim blaming is like uh, an assault or something like that. Yeah. But you're right. They're, they're victim blaming as a broad term, where you got your phone stolen or this or that, and it's like, yeah, there's a. I'm telling you, when you double listen, you listen to theirs and you listen to theirs, you will see where the real problem is yeah. because there's. There's three sides to every story. There's theirs and the truth. the truth. And the way you get the truth is by hearing both of them and in corroborating the, the the similarities. Yeah. Right? So I just, I've realized I've done that for the past few years. No one's ever called me out like that. This is probably the first time I've ever heard somebody say, I do that. But I do know I do that. Well, I'm telling you, when somebody, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're com- like calling me complaining, I'm not eye rolling. I'm absolutely listening. What I'm listening for are where the story probably took a turn where things don't connect. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Where I'm just yeah. like, that's weird. Like, why would they just randomly do that? But well, you see, that, that's a good thing. I think that's so much more interesting than just letting the story go. Because if you let the story go, yeah, I, I'm a big lessons guy. Yeah. And, and that's because of anxiety. Like, I'm a big lessons guy where I'm, I want to pull a fucking lesson from everything. So mm. I'm not wasting any of my time. Mm. So when I... 
hear an argument, I'm like, don't just sit there and bitch. Because what's going to happen is we're going to go to dinner. You're going to continue to bitch. It's going to be on your mind. Like, let's resolve this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's hear how two humans are. And yes, like, for instance, there's greed in people. And they may try to take advantage, right? So if you can label that they took advantage, well, now you know what happened. And now you know that you probably shouldn't have been on board with everything they had done. And trusting of them the next time and all this. Like, yeah, you, you become and you grow so much more when you are like, ah, fuck, that's what happened. That's what went wrong. Like when, like when relationships end and I've had like a, a multiple relationships end, mm. like just through dating, you can kind of pick up on like different things. Like I'm, yeah, that person was never for me. I was there cause they were hot or yeah. it was fun. And you start to learn like, okay, over time, that's not good. And you see the red flags early. And also the best thing that guys do is, you know, I think we're pretty good at being like, ah, you know what? I was the asshole in that situation. Girls, however, you know, we get it. We're always the assholes. We understand. But, but this is why yeah. that, that, that girl tried to like cancel us <laughs> because what that, what I think that podcast episode did was we were putting accountability across the board mm. and it was, I mean, right. Like that, that video we put out, Man, so fucking gentle. I, I will be the most neutral person. Yeah. What they were trying to pull from that was controversy. They were trying so fucking hard. They were stretching. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Big time. And but, but what we were doing is we were saying, no, guys, like, like this, ha this happens. This is out there. Yes. And with the lefts, and we said this in the previous episode, what the left side doesn't like to do is believe that there's accountability on every side. Theirs included. Yes. They think, no, injustice, injustice, not fair, injustice. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck is pointing fingers doing? Yeah. Like, do something about it. Don't don't run a fucking campaign on Instagram. I hate that shit so much. Oh, why do people just not want to lose points? Why, why is there even points, man? This whole left-right shit is just like, like, they'll never concede some shit that is so wrong. They'll never concede it because they're like, oh, no, we don't want to lose a point for the left or the right. 100%. 100% man and the second you realize that it's you'll save yourself so many battles there's a few people in my life oh, or yeah. in my circle that I'm like maybe not in my circle but in my surroundings mm. that I know it's not worth it like genuinely it's not worth it because their ego will always outweigh their uh their uh what's the word I'm looking for their ego will always outweigh their that's right I don't know what the, I can't think of the word, but like their vulnerability or, or their true self. Oh, okay, okay. A okay. lot of people would rather die on that hill. Present the image than be themselves. Than, than to back backtrack and say, oh, you're actually right. <sighs> or, or I'm wrong. Like, like, so with that knowledge, it's kind of like, mm, okay. And not to say that they're wrong, but there are a few takes that are just like, Ugh, this is like a huge contradiction to what you said last month. I see that, man. I see that shit. I, I, there's a, there's a influencer from Toronto and she contradicts the shit out of everything she does probably every two months. It's insane. Love it. And I, I never want to call her out cause I'm like, I don't want to cause drama or anything, but I look at this. I'm like, I, I laugh. I'm like, fuck, you're like a, you're like a paper castle. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it, everything's so fragile. Yeah, if you it, actually like, you, you act like you're so hard and you're so for it. But the second the trends of society turn, it's like, no, it's actually, that was wrong. And you guys are idiots for believing it. I'm like, you were just pushing that shit. Okay, sorry. I, I know it's your turn to say your superpower. Okay, but Paper Castle is, I think, my my weakness. Okay? Is I think I love to argue, right? Not necessarily good uh, arguments because all my arguments are literally not even Paper Castles, Napkin Castles. They're just like, 
I, let, I would say just like for, literally just poke. If you just, just breathe blow. on it, look right now. I didn't let you breathe on it because I know if you breathe on it, it all falls apart. Here's the thing with with <laughs> with your debates, okay? And and why our debates are interesting because when I debate with somebody, yeah, I plug in this accountability tactic where you hear both sides. But with you, I, I'm very. I, I follow your narrative mm-hmm. as close as anybody possibly can, yeah. and I'll watch how you go, Ding. and you just boing, <laughs> boing, boing, from concept to concept. And so the way to beat Amar in any argument is to hold him to one point mm. and, and just beat the shit out of him with that one point. Yeah, go, because I'm moving, I'm moving yeah. paper castles. I'm like, no, here's another one. Amar's trying here's to do this like Doctor book. Strange shit where he's like, I'm over here, now I'm over here. Now what about this fact? And so if you hold him and stretch him on one, be like, no, 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 hold on, go back to that. Let's <laughs> finish going, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, no, but seriously, walruses can fly. I'm like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. we're not talking about that. Let's come back. Um, that nervous laugh of my yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I would say one of my superpowers, and this is all just from internally. Like, obviously, from the outside, people might agree or disagree. Yeah, but I think my my superpower is I can make things fun. Mm. I think I can make things fun. Um, if someone's if if a time is awkward or it's not being a good time, the the the, the Flip side of this is the people have to be like willing. Yeah, yeah, they got. Otherwise, be I'm just. Otherwise, you're the fucking weirdo at the funeral. Well, <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, that's a drastic way of putting it, but 100. If if the mask group isn't down, then it it backfires huge, and then you're just like the fucking annoying guy. But if the group is down and they don't know how to like plan. It's like yeah, it could be a lot of fun. So for instance, um, let's say we're on a date, and I don't know, just to, like make it fun. Yeah, we can do like little games. Like, okay, you pick my drink, I pick your drink. You know, like these. You, little- you're right. When we went to Mexico, um, you got us. To oh, get the tattoos, tattoos, the tattoos. Yeah, perfect <laughs> example. So I like to create these memories or these moments where yeah. it's like, um, remember that or that was fun. Because what happens is people do so many things so often that you're not going to remember specific things. Yeah, it's blurry if you don't have like a, a exactly like a unique thing. That yeah, you or like like, be, like stretch your comfort zone just a little bit, not in like an awkward way, but like those tattoos. It's like none of us knew what we were getting. Like the risky side thing is like they're going to be gone. Yeah, they, they, the they weren't f- gone. Okay, I, I went to work. Okay, as a flight attendant with with, with a with a nut and a screw or a bolt, yeah, a bolt and a nut. That's what it was. Tattoo. Okay, that's what it was. <laughs> ready, ready to ready to flirt and, and was there and, any, and screw each other down? Was there any uh, text remnants or font? Uh, I don't know, but okay. no, right? It was just a screw and a nut. It, it was enough of a story to tell that a nut wants to screw, screw. the bolt. Just spin on it. Yeah, but you're also, you're also. Uh, <laughs> okay, but that was really fun. That was, yeah, it no, was no, fun, right? Like, and you're right. It is that uniqueness. The unique fun is different. I mean, internally, that's what I feel I bring to a group. But from the outside, it could be totally different. But um, yeah. No, I think so. Because like, I think a lot of people also like, let's say they're on dates or trips or whatever. And they do like, let's say stereotypical fun shit. Mm. Which is not fun, you know? Oh, like that looks like fun. No, it's like this one is like, like so well thought out that I don't know. It was, it was so different. I've never done that in any trip where I just got this like random tattoo. Well, I think like spontaneity is what I really go for, and like I've got a few friends that I can rely on for that. Mm. Like, like on the weekend, I text my buddy John. I'm like, Yo, you want to go to Toronto Island and write, like rent bikes? He's like, Bro, this sounds like a date. I'm like, Like, like that, that's that's him trying to like profile. <laughs> but I'm like, No, just let it go. Like it's too. Like we're just gonna rent bikes and bike the yeah, island. Just two dudes drinks. biking in the island. We can hold hands and <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> but tandem. It was like it was such a fun ass day. Yeah. And it's like I just I need friends that are just down to do fun activities like that. Um, and as you get older, it's kind of harder to find that. Um, you're the fun for everyone, 
but who's fun for Dan, you know? <laughs> and Dan needs... Yeah, I think that's deep, man. That, yeah. That's deep. Like, and I, a part of that is like why I look at like dating. It's like there's been a lot of fun girls, for sure, for sure. But I don't know. Like, like for me, like I want to go to a casino and gamble and just like... Just have fun. Let loose. Obviously, have a set limit. I'll never go beyond that. Yeah. But like, don't be like, oh, stop. You should save your money. I'm like, don't be that fucking yeah, yeah, like yeah. devil on my shoulder or angel on my shoulder. Not today. Like, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. need that. I've got enough willpower to control myself. Yes. But like, let loose here and there. I don't uh, know. Man. So you got to meet your match or you got to have, to have someone that's like more fun. That's like, no, yeah. it's become permanent tattoos. <clears throat> you know? I mean, look, every day of my life for the past 10 years, I've... Yes, I've got a stressful career, but the point is I have to make this stressful career as fun as possible mm. on camera. So I'm constantly, my brain is working at like, what fun thing can I do? What wacky, weird thing can yes. I do? And if you call me weird at this point in my life, I love it. It's a massive compliment because that's the branding I'm going for. But wacky, weird, fun, that has been my life for 10 years. Uh. So when people come to me and like we hang out, yeah, I think I sort of do have to sort of meet my match, but not in like a reckless way. Like, yo, let's fucking drop a heroin or some shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like none of that hardcore shit. Let's go horse racing. Have but you like, ever tried heroin? With like, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> have you ever tried riding a horse on heroin? <laughs> but like, exactly. Like, let's, yeah, yo, you want to go to the horse races tonight? Yeah, hell yeah, I'm down. You want to go ziplining in Niagara Falls this weekend? Hell yeah, I'm down. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But that's also coming from a single guy where like we have a lot of free time. Why do you think you're still single, man? I got, we got to talk, <clears throat> I, you know, I, I figured this out yesterday. Yeah. I didn't figure this out. This is a, another paper argument, paper castle right here. Okay. okay? I'll see through it. I, I was like, bro, I just have enough love to give to everyone. You know, I don't give a know, shit. But, but this uh, is that's true. really like, the truth. But there is truth to that. I, I swear to God it is. I would agree to that. Like, <clears throat> I think at sometimes when you're with one, this is going to sound so fucking, if this gets clipped, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> clip this shit. <laughs> no, don't clip this shit. <laughs> Sometimes if you're with like an individual person uh -huh. um, and you have that sort of feeling where you can like... So I already feel weird about you saying individual person. I have to because yeah. I know someone's going to fucking try and chop this shit I know, up. that just makes it seem like you're some swinger ass, <laughs> <laughs> just an individual person. When you're when you're like committed to one person, yes. right? That is a big deal to me. Mm. I, like I would never cheat, mm. right? But if you can be committed to one person and you genuinely have this feeling like you have the ability to love more. I think a part of it is you're not with the right person then. Uh, like, yeah, if you feel like, like it's you still like, have more to give. Yeah, I think it's almost like they're capping you out. They're tapping you out. And it's like, there's been times, like at the end of every relationship I ever ended, it, it sort of got to that feeling. That's why I can relate to what you're saying. It got to the point where I'm like, I feel like I can love more than one person. I'm like, that's not a good thing. I Okay. Work with me on this analogy, okay? There's these bugs, let's say uh, grasshopper or fleas or some shit, okay? okay. They jump high. These, these guys, they jump, okay? Like, they, they jump uh, two feet, three feet. These uh, these bugs and fleas and grasshoppers and all this. Flea jump three feet. Uh, can they? <laughs> Maybe they can. I don't know. Uh, I think Steve... Har I'm getting, I think I'm getting this Steve. from Steve Harvey. Oh. I was talking about this. Oh, you hated Anyways. him. <laughs> I, did I? Was it on you? Maybe. 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 Anyway. It's possible that I've said that. Yeah, he's got some good-ass analogies. <laughs> he does. Okay, and he's like, if you put um, this bug in a mayonnaise jar, like, you know, you, you, you catch it, mm -hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. The first, to get out, this bug is going to start jumping. It's going to do its two feet, three feet jumps, okay? But it's going to hit its head. Mm -hmm. And that's the environment. That, it has a now a new environment that's like it, it's got a cap on it. Ooh. So eventually, <laughs> over time... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah like that, like that. You want the payoff yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, come on, go on, give it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he 
He's so nervous that it's not going to pay off. I'm hoping that because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're doing well. So eventually this mayonnaise jar that's only six inches, right? The flea is only going to jump five inches or six inches to not hit <gasps> its head. Okay. Oh, you're you're going to cap it off. This fucking guy, man. Okay. And then you're, you're going to have this family of fleas. Okay. Bring that shit I back. Thought, I thought that was the end. Yeah, yeah, DJ yeah, Rack, yeah. bring that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to DJ now. Um, so you do this, you know, you have enough fleas. You know, they have a family. Now the kids are going to be conditioned to only jump five inches, six inches, even though they're actually capable of a two foot, three foot jump. I think that's exactly a, what a beautiful way of putting it, man. And so if someone's capping off your fun and he just caps <clears throat> yeah. off. You have the potential, but you might also lose the fun. Nailed I'm it. I'm a great listener, dog. Freaking nailed it. Come on. So, so well, that may be the best metaphor you've ever done on the podcast. Respect. God bless. Um, See, that means a lot. Coming, you know. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for co- keeping me accountable. Well, because because <laughs> what happens <laughs> is sometimes you'll you'll start really strong, and all of a sudden it'll trigger. I'm like, like, what the fuck? I'm like, that's what that yeah, one. Yeah. But that one ended strong. And I think that y- you painted a good picture there. That's exactly what it is. Is I'm so protective of my youthfulness, and I'm mm. going to call it youthfulness. Uh, because I'm on this year of self-love, I don't really like try to be negative about myself. And like, I used to paint myself as I'm worried I'm too immature. I'm worried about that. But I'm done with that. I'm yeah. done trying to find flaws in me and what's wrong with me and why aren't... And I'm done. Like, it's just, it's not a healthy way of living. No caps. And so, in a lot of ways, no yeah. caps. And so, I, th- I do, and I am protective of people I'm surrounded by. And if I feel like there is that cap on me... That is going to try to settle my fun and youthfulness that is harmless. This mm-hmm. stuff is not going to ruin my life or ruin a partner's life. This is going to make a life more exciting in my mm-hmm. the way I see it. If someone's going to start to limit that, I'm like protective. And I'm just like, no, nah, I'm putting the jetpack on and burst into that. And thing. that scares you enough it to not me. even like pursue sometimes. It, it does. Like, there, Listen, there's a lot of amazing girls. I've gone on like a lot of dates with you. They're all like awesome girls in their own right. And they all have great things about them. I just think maybe parts of us weren't compatible long term is what I think what I may have seen in it. Mm. Um, but that I know, I know, and I've seen it happen multiple times that after a few months later they get into these long term relationships, move in with guys, some of them got engaged, and it's like it's no surprise. These these were all great catches. Mm. Like genuinely, I I wouldn't go on a date with someone I feel is not a good catch. I think that applies for anybody when you look at dating. Of course. So when I look at my criteria for going on a date with a girl, it's no surprise to me that if I don't, if we don't work out, then they get scooped up long-term. Like, absolutely. They were all great girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I do have a threshold for certain things that, yeah, maybe it's tough to find an average partner that'll meet that. Was this a weakness you said? What was the weakness? Oh, I didn't talk about my weakness. We need yet. a weakness. Yeah, my, I would say, um, hmm, my weakness, shit. Yeah. No, you know why it's hard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is is because I, I just I just said this like this year I've tried to to ditch any negative thoughts. Mm. Um because Oh then you don't have to, bro. No, because when you turn 30, I'm telling you, that really did sort of I don't say fuck me up, but like it did change a massive part of my perspective. I love that. You need to use people, whoever's not 30 yet, use that drive of 30 to really better yourself. I, I I wanted to, right? So that's why I'm like, I'm living in a totally totally different fucking realm than I was a year ago, man. Like, yeah. uh, it's, I don't know, it's weird. But 30 is, really is that zipline to catch that, like I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, you know what, when I'm 30, I want to do this. And like that drive that it causes, it's almost like that, um, the new year, whatever, New Year's resolution yes. drive. Yes, yeah, exactly. Times 10. 
when you're 30. Because it's a new decade. It's a fresh, relatively sort of fresh start. Yeah. Um, you're also, I think it's the first time in your life you're realizing the the rapidness of aging. Yeah. Right. And, and not in a physical sense, but like you look at life and you're like, wow, I'm already 30. And like, you need to catch that jetpack of drive up. Yeah. You, you, I think you shouldn't. So that's what I did this year was I'm like, no, no, no. We're, we're not going to waste any more time dilly-dallying, figuring out, living with anxiety. I need to really get to the core of this. Yes. So I'm like, I'm going to go to a therapy and talk about whatever I need to until I can sort of find some sort of relief. And thankfully, man, like two months ago, I had this like massive, I call it a supernova. You know, like when a star implodes, it's like beauty comes out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Let so, me choose James Webb. <laughs> and so for me, <laughs> it was a supernova that happened. I, I, I've, my life, great like greatly changed. And sometimes I wish like a part of it's my therapy, a therapist and a part of it sure. is me doing the work. But like a part of me just wants to sit down with her and just say, you realize you changed my life. Like, like seriously, like I'm going to look back on this and be like, wow, it's insane how I look at my surroundings and, and be like, it's possible. I can do this. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's not, it's not like a, a trick. I think when I, I said this in a YouTube video and people were like, Oh, like, how did you beat it? Like anxiety isn't something like, I say this is what you do and you beat it mm. because it is it's tied to different things for everybody. Mm. And so for me, I think what happened was just after enough chipping away, I finally found the source. I finally found the source. It's unreal. It was never a direct path. It was like oh, way over here. You need to come back here and explore yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually I found it. And for other people, it could it could be from your childhood. It can be from trauma that happened in your 20s. Like, I can't sit here and say this is what fixed it. It's not an on-off switch. Yeah. There, there is no trick. It's yeah. like you, you put in the work. Put in the fucking work and you'll get it. Um, here comes another analogy for you. Mm. Shout out. Steve Harvey was the first one. This one is a uh, call and response, obviously. There it is. There it is. Uh, you know, I haven't mentioned it in a year. Yeah. <laughs> Shout Let's outs. bring it back. Is that how long it felt for you? A year? I bet you it's probably four <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he talks about this train of negativity, right? Um, th like, if life is a train, okay, and you have all this, like, you feel like all this negative shit is just coming at you. You're not going to stop this train w with just putting, like, some Jedi shit. You're just going to put your staff <gasps> down and you're just going to stop and it's going to, that's I it. See. Okay. You got to slow it down until it comes to a stop and then you start pushing it forward. Okay. Right. Exactly. And then once you have it pushing forward, mm. that train is also just as powerful forward as was negative. This guy. And it won't be stopped by one little thing. So right oh, now, this train, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like this, this. train is going to now just barrel down in positivity. Yes. But just like how you can't stop it when it's positive, you can't stop it when it's negative oh, right so, away. So, so there's no trick. So here's what it is for me then. Uh, I had that train going the wrong, not wrong way, but in a direction that was causing life to be a little bit challenging. Yes since college and that's when the train fucking took off at lightning speed mm. and so it was going and i'm i was so lost and confused thinking how am i gonna beat this thing how do i slow this train just for the sake of the metaphor mm -hmm. and it took me so i was probably 18 and i lived my entire 20s with this sense of anxiety being a filter over every thought aspect had you said let's go to Peru tomorrow. Yes. The Dan now versus the Dan a year ago, five months ago is very different. Mm -hmm. And I think what's happened is I've just been able to apply the brakes on the train more rapidly. And the way I did that was, okay, what was causing this train to have momentum in that direction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really like how I was starting to look. I, like, So I'm like, let's go to the gym, get Change a personal that. trainer. Perfect. So that started to slow the train a little bit more. 
Let's go to therapy and figure out why this train is still going at this rate. And that started to apply more brakes to this train. Um, I started eating better. I started getting to sleep on time, getting sort of a routine. All these cliche things, okay, that are slowing the train down. And what happened was when I went to therapy this one time and I did this realization, the train fucking stopped. And it's you're at peace with it. You're, you're just kind of sitting there going like, what the fuck? I've been going in this direction for 15 years. Like this is, this, or... Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, it's or like, just about 15 years. Yeah, I'm like, this is so weird to, to have this sort of feeling of peace. And then that's when the train started going the, the other direction. Way. And I'm like, and that's why to answer what your negativities are, of course, I'm not sitting here like I'm higher than or, or holier than thinking, I have no negativities. But just it's no need. Be you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Just no need to even mention them. I just, I think um, I've learned to accept them, but. Um, I'm telling you, you don't even have to do this. It's, it's I, mean, I want to. I genuinely want to. I, 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 I genuinely want you not to. <laughs> I just, I, I'm trying to think of like, when, you, when you're by yourself for so long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there, there's nobody sort of pointing out your negativity, mm. you know? Um, and I, I think first, if someone were to be around me, they'd probably say my negativity is the not always, like, taking their side or... or and I don't even think that's... No, nah, like, that's not even negative. I've, I've never that's a seen... That's one. No, you know what? I, I gotta tell you, like, Dan is really trying here for, for negativity. Like, he is... He like, is what do I clenched. Fucking, like, what do I fucking hate about myself? Shoulders a little <laughs> turned in. Like, he is... He's trying. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to... Um, I'm like a, a sensitive, emotional guy, but it's, I've since... Like, no, it's not negative. No, I know. I've since turned that into positive because it, it's helped with my art. Um, it helps me have deeper connections with people. Is there anything you've ever been like, I need to check myself here? <sighs> yeah, yeah. It, it was... Okay, here. Um, before mm-hmm. 30, so I, I guess le- less than a year ago. Yeah, that, that 29-year-old Dan... <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah trying to like squeeze every yeah, ounce yeah, yeah. of 20s out. <laughs> I um I really did use women as a sense of validation. Mm. I did that through all of my 20s actually. Use dating, let's say. <clears throat> dating, how hot can I, I, I just don't want people to come at this as like, yes, women. No, if you you, oh, you all do it. Good point. You all do it. I I didn't use women, okay? Yeah. I was dating um to get validation that I mattered, like uh, what what caliber of guy I am based off of my partner's appearance. Um, 20 year old dog Dan. Like just, just looking at it like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But, but then again, I could relate because like growing up, my dad would always be like, oh, Dan, the man gets the girls. So you look at it and you're like, that seed was planted so young that I felt like I had to always get. And my first girlfriend, like you, you met her yeah. or you knew her. It's like she was a really attractive girl. And in school, she was a part of like the cooler group. Yes. So when... when so Dan the man really got the girl. So when I brought her home yeah. and I dated for four years, great. And I, I truly loved her. But like when I brought her home, I got that that validation from my dad. Like, oh, he got yeah, the girl. Yeah, yeah, just shitting on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and then my next girlfriend after that, she was like really attractive too. Yeah. And I remember my dad's reaction when he first met her going like, yeah, right on, Dan. Yeah. And so that really didn't help. I know it was coming from an innocent side of him. Sorry, is this? Did you get this idea from therapy? Because I have a bullshit theory. The therapists, man, they really shit on dads. What's wrong with therapists and dads? No, therapists, they don't shit on. They, they, um, they're always like this trauma. You got this trauma from your dad all the time, or mom. I mean, um, moms aren't safe either. (laughs) Right? I didn't know that. What it is? It is a room of accountability. Maybe that's why I'm so for it because I'm Mm. a big therapy guy. But, um, BTG. Yeah, I'm a big TG. Big. (laughs) BTG. Yeah, BTG. 
Um, but yeah, I, I think like before, but I've since stopped that. Mm. 100% I've since stopped that. Um, and it's nice. Like I find validation in myself through things I do, but I, I don't, I don't fucking try to get the hottest girl and just try to like be with her. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and bring her home because to man, it was like, it was like this thing. Like when I would eventually, I don't know, get, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. get with the girl, <laughs> <laughs> there was this, <laughs> I, I think it's just the lack of music. You needed music on that one. I I don't even know what fucking type of music. It, it, it got it got quiet for you. That's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um, I think yeah. I think like once I got that, I got this this sense of like yeah, fuck yeah, you're yeah, the yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. killing it. Um, that got old. Yeah, that got old. So I would and say that's twenty nine year old, twenty year old Dan. That, that was. I, I'm dealing with a new Dan. It's like I'm having so much fun with it, and I'm very protective of him. Yeah, you see, this is why you need the sandwich. This is why the sandwich method. Imagine stopping the podcast right here. Yeah, everyone's oh like, this guy God, fucking God. He uses yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to need another superpower real soon. Okay, um, your turn. For me, I th- I'm trying to get away from this listening shit, but I think winning people over really is a thing. That has to be a separate Okay, one. but let me ask you. Okay, so I can so, literally win anyone over. So you can win anybody over. Except okay. for two people in my life that I... But let me say this. Okay, if you're winning everybody over, uh, is it manipulative? Or is it coming from a place of genuine? Because why would you want to win everybody over? Um, I, I think there is a lot of genuineness to it. A lot like, you know, 80% of genuine, like I, I want, I I love that. Um, but there is that 20%, let's say it's not manipulation, but let's say it's a game for me. Like it's, it's yeah. not, not, not a game, Man, but no, like, it it's is, like, it's an addicting game it is because you know game. how to fucking play it. Yes. And that's, that's how it was with girls. Like, yes. It's a fun fucking yes, game. Yes, 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 yes. It's, it's so good. It's like, I can, you like, look at the I challenge, can almost see like the moment that it's like, yeah, it's like, here's tension, 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 tension. When, yeah. and then you know, I got their going. secret. Yeah. Like, you can make a burn book on people, man. You'd be a dangerous guy. What's a burn book? A burn book's where you put everyone's secrets. Oof. Yeah, and you're supposed to burn at the end, but... But no one does. But, but that's the thing, you see, but like... Uh, that's where the genuineness comes in. I feel like you would in. know a lot of secrets. Yeah, yeah, I do. But there's that's where the genuineness <laughs> comes in. It's like... It, it's like... So you realize how big of a gift that is, by the way? Yeah, it's if, super proud. When, when someone shares a <laughs> gift... Yeah, I would say it's like If you can create an environment for somebody that makes them feel safe and so open but but knowing that you're you're not going to spill the beans never yeah there have been i'm I'm not gonna lie to you there have been a couple times where i've spilled some beans okay (laughs) (laughs) i i I, I can see you spilling beans too 100 percent. yeah yeah but i think once you see that that tension right there of like you you being able to see me like spill the beans that that's tension between us right and the fact that it doesn't get spilled or the fact no, that... No, that's, that's not tension. No, no, I, I know, you know, I, I think it's tension because it's like you are giving me a a thing that I that I can F you up with. Yeah. Right? Man, but, you know secrets about me. Of course. Yeah. But the fact that I don't F you up with it yeah. gets you, gives you more trust. Absolutely. In, in me, right? Absolutely. 100%. And, and then you're going to be more open, more open, more open and like... So that that is a superpower because that that shit is irreversible. Yeah. When let's say you take anything I've ever told you in confidence and you tell people it's game over, man. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's not even like a threat to you. I think just in general to the to the trust game, like it's game over. Yeah. I look at my brothers 
who I'm, I'm going to be connected to for the rest of my entire life. Yeah. And there's people I trust more than my brothers just because like growing up, like you guys change as people. So naturally you're going to mess up amongst people. Of course. And so I look at them and I'm like, there are certain things I, I try not to tell them because it'll come up at a family party or when they're angry or they want to get to you. Like, yeah, so, exactly. Some people, it's not even like secrets, but it's like some people you just can't trust with certain things. Certain things because yeah. you know they're, they're going to spin it or weaponize it, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm super cautious. I'm super aware when I look at people, I'm like, that's crazy. Because like some people, you ever come across somebody like this where, well, let's say you come to my house before we go to a party together uh-huh. and we, we chat like this and we have this great openness and then we get to the party and all of a sudden you want to please that group over me and you're like, you should have seen Dan uh, in the yeah, pre-day yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. all emotional. Yeah. I'm just like, Oh, you fucking bitch. Like I've seen that. I've seen that happen. And I'm just like, okay, now I know where your uh, value lies. You are more of a group pleaser than an individual relationship type of person. Cause you didn't need to say that. Mm. You could have been like, we had a great pre-drink. You didn't need to say any of that. Is this the problem with boring motherfuckers that they sometimes boring, boring mofos have nothing to share, but your secrets. Not, no, I wouldn't say that. I think boring people have nothing but, yeah, maybe other people's secrets. Yeah, 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 I guess so. Like the drama or the shit they complain about or the second it gets into politic drama, I'm just like, man. Like, and it's, I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah. So like genuinely, I think, like, I don't know if this is even relatable, but sometimes I'll live in a world where I'll look at people, okay, like like relationships Mm. um, and I'll... I'll judge the guy. Yeah, always. Okay. You gotta I'll judge the guy. As a guy, you gotta judge all the Because guys. I'll know the girl. Like yeah. let's let's say I know the girl and I don't know the guy. Yeah. I'll judge the guy in a sense of let's just get a feel. And like it's a horrible judgment because you can't really get to know somebody on social media. But let's just get a feel. And I look at it and I'm like, I now know what a what a relationship for social feeds are versus one that's not. Mm. Um and there's certain people that I look at the moments that they choose to share and I'm like, ah, Interesting. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and you're just building up this portfolio, uh, yeah. a profile. I store this man. person. It's something yeah, yeah. of our years deep. Because <laughs> what happens is sometimes... He's half his brain for storing. Like, yeah, if, if like I said in previous podcasts, uh, this one I have to be careful with. If a girl... Um, yeah, don't let my superpower of you yeah, opening up. Uh, on a podcast. <laughs> Relax. Uh, if, if a girl that I once saw... Saw... Mm. Uh, is overly flirty. There's a difference between harmless flirting and like overly flirting where yes. something can happen. Yes. Um, I look at that and I plug that in the same portfolio as the guy and I go, huh, everything you've been feeding about this happy life you have, but yet behind the scenes, you're still hella flirty with me. Oh, well, you, know, you don't need to be careful about that. That That's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a hard thing. You know, if you're, if... Well, the reason I say this is like, I so I knew a girl once that outed a guy okay so yeah. this guy slid into her dms and so what she decided to do was screenshot oh everything. no okay yeah. screenshot the guy's dms big fear. and post it on social media big fear but what she also did was she sent it to the, the guy's girlfriend she said is this your man type of thing like like as if she's being a hero yeah, yeah okay yeah. the girl then goes like stop texting my boyfriend whatever and she she goes and puts her hands up goes what did I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, you realize in that situation, you brought this grenade to such an innocent fight. You didn't, you didn't have to do that. You 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 went overboard. And, and yes, it's wrong. 
it's 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 wrong. It's uh, wrong that for, he did that for the guy to do that. Yeah, but let me guess the next one. Please tell me she did that same thing. No. So what? Ha- yeah. So oh. what happened was she. This is the, this this girl had a boyfriend the whole time she was flirting with me. Little bitch. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. you you use this person and this relationship. Yes, he shouldn't have done that for clout on social media. But yet you're clout chasing or you're doing the same shit to someone else. Yeah, yeah. He's a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. So so I view that as a massive red flag and I've avoided it <sighs> completely. Yo, like, this is what I mean. Like, 30-year-old dance, new and improved in terms of, like, attractiveness will never go away, for sure. Yeah, yeah. When there's a hot girl, there's a hot girl. But, but I think what I've been able to do is raise personality value. Over. Maybe not over. <laughs> but, like, equal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, close. <laughs> yes. Because, listen, as a single guy, let me tell you this. There will be a million people that are like, yo, bro, I got a friend. Oh, you got to meet a friend. Mm. And I'm thinking, okay, you're trying to set me up on a blind date before seeing the friend. Can I see the friend? <laughs> they show me the friend. And I'm like, come on. Like, like, don't, I'm just going to get raw. Like, don't set me up with the busted friend. Yeah, I mean yeah, that yeah, in yeah, like yeah. every aspect yes. of the word. Yes. Like, there's this shows a, your, appreci- your depreciation 100%, for me. 100%, man. I got that recently. And not that the girl was busted or anything like that, but I'm like, I just look at him like, oh, is this really what you think of me? <laughs> like, like, why, why doesn't anybody ever have like a hot ass friend that goes, "Hey, Dan, like, I've got this friend." It's never. And I asked a girl this once, and she goes, "You realize it's because it's for them." Uh And then yeah, I look, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like the, okay. <laughs> Sorry to put some Andrew Tate in here, but it's like they're the ones punching up. But you want you want to be set up with a girl that's like is is hotter than you. There was one time I got set up on a blind date with every a, guy. By the way, thinks they can get a girl that's hotter than than themselves. One hundred percent. We need to be checked. You know, one hundred percent. But this was no. Like, listen, I, I've been hella checked in the past. I'm like, come on, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I got set up on a blind date once, and I I got the girl's Instagram beforehand, and I was like, damn, mm. like I thought she was banging. Okay. Okay. So I go on the date. Personality was. One of the worst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could not be further from who I am. Oh, God. She was talking about how she cheated on her last boyfriend. And every every dude she mentioned on the date was a dick, an asshole, a bitch. Uh, and I'm just like, wow. So I'm sitting there being who I am thinking, interesting. Mm-hmm. So every dude has done you wrong. Yeah. Every dude's a dick. That says a lot. It says you either have a bad taste in guys or you've just spun the story so you're the victim every time. <sighs> like, come on. Like... I can be, I can sympathize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you just admitted to cheating on your boyfriend, you cheat on him, and he's the asshole. And everybody's the asshole. And and so I asked her why. She goes, "Cause I'd come home and he'd be gaming, and I just felt like he didn't love me anymore." And I straight up asked him, "Like, you just justified fucking cheating, right?" <laughs> and, I, and I had another girl try to justify cheating at my I house. Call of Duty. <laughs> and I'm just like, no. So there's certain experiences where you're like, nah, man. Yeah. Like appearance can will bite you in the ass sometimes. Okay, here comes um, a weakness, let's say, or something bad. Um, maybe there's a double. Is this the double? The double. There's a double. Uh, a first of all, double? I need. I need to stop. I need to stop. Uh, no, not I need to stop. But I always check myself about like, Amar. Even if you know this shit, just pretend like you don't know it. You know mm. what I mean? Like, not everyone needs to friggin' hear that this restaurant owner is is this and this and the and how an airplane works and this. Like, just stop knowing shit. Does that make sense? Like, does it? It does, but do you have a tough time sitting in silence? Like, do you do that because, like, the car ride got awkward? No. No, I'm okay with silence. Um, I really am okay with silence. It's just, I don't know. I just feel like... No, but I don't you, think you it's know, a bad so, thing. Someone's like, oh, have you gone to this restaurant? And, like, they're so genuinely happy to share that with me. 
I'm like, yeah, you know, burgers kind of ass and this, and you know, it's like, <laughs> and I, I just, I need to stop doing that. Here, here's your thing. I, I, from day one, yeah, I've been like, I, I don't know your bullshit radar. I've told you this many times. Yeah, you go, you, no, your bullshit radar goes wonky around me. No, I don't know where yeah. you're bullshitting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's where, your radar. Don't bring this on my radar. <laughs> my radar is, <laughs> is perfectly tuned. Yeah, your radar, your radar is fucking mine up. Yeah, yeah. Mine so we have like, different technologies here. Yeah. So like we'll drive and exactly that. You'll you'll bust out the most random fucking thing. Yeah. And I don't hate that. What I have a tough time is like. Is it true? It's like, how do you know? Well, one time at 2 a.m. I was driving with Luai and we stopped here. I'm like. Literally, this is like a corner of fucking Hamilton, yeah, yeah. and you've been to this oil yard subway. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So there's a lot and of stuff doing that. Like, yeah, that aspect, and one that I, I will take to the grave, I think, is yeah. how the hell I see you on Instagram. All the time. I, I, one day you'll tell me. I, it's got to be a, you, you have an app or some shit, man. What app? In, in the, in, I listen, genuinely do not know. In the background behind all this, how, how my theory an app? Yeah. My theory is that you have an app okay. with a like <laughs> yeah, bot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Bring it. Because the rarity and do you, I don't think you understand, like out of all the users on Instagram, yeah. for me and you to cross paths with someone that's creeped nine, nine areas down. Like like nine levels of separation, and all of a sudden I come across an Amar like. No, it's, it's that's got to be a like bot, man. It's, it's got to be for sure. Um, I would like to think you, you think it's a like bot. Um, our brains aren't that fucking similar. I would like to think that our brains are that similar. So you're telling me, okay? So because we, if you go nine deep, I go nine deep. <laughs> like I what's know, the difference between no, but you deep? realize we're other go, than the flag. We're we're going nine deep in the same tree branch. Picture a family tree on Instagram. You could click any friend's profile. You could have come across a funny comment and clicked that and brought you down a different tree. But okay. instead, yeah. we we clicked the same accounts. Yes. And, I, and the reason why I'm uh, bewildered by this yes. is that this happened more than once. Yeah, like at least so now five times. This shit, it's got to be, a, I'm telling you, I've pinned you as a like bot guy, but. But how, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it seems like some OJ Simpson shit, okay? I was like, how could I? Yeah. <laughs> when I was eating a sub. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, uh, well, not all I'm saying, but um, I think also a new thing to introduce here, okay, is when you started seeing those mm -hmm. or you saw the first flag or two flags, yeah. I was like, oh, I got to put up more flags. You know, I got to put up more likes so then Dan could see it. Mm. So I think regardless, there was, there regardless. was like this like reinforcement of like, how the hell did this happen? And because of that, how the hell? No way. Moment, I started even liking more, I believe. Ain't no way. Ain't no well, way. Well, there's no way there's a like bot. What you bot. did was you turned up your like bot to level 10. And I was like, like everything in its in its path. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's what you're no, saying. No, I think what a like, what a like bot would do yeah. is <laughs> it would take your algorithm or it would, it would learn... The thing you're, you, uh, my like bot no, would maybe learn we Dan's have, no, I think we have a similar, we have a similar algorithm or some shit. Okay. We have a similarity, man. Don't you dare. Because my, my well, algorithm like is, Iraqi is, tees. Yeah. It's literally, I could pull it up right now. It's Iraqi tees. <laughs> clotted it's Iraqi cream. Teams, <laughs> Iraqi tees. Uh, no clotted cream, unfortunately. Coffee, specifically Japanese coffee and BMWs. Okay. I can confirm that's not mine <laughs> okay. at all. That's my algorithm. Um, Listen, we obviously have a lot of similarities if we've been able to maintain a podcast for man, three years or man, longer than that. Look at this. This is my algorithm right here. Look at the coffees. You see the coffees? Barber shops. 
Okay, well, hold on. Let me. Let me I don't. See. I don't see you liking latte art, bro. I don't. I don't see you liking latte art. Where? How did you pull that up again? Uh, on your explore page. Explore. Guys, always go to your explore page and just see what Instagram thinks you're down for. Mine's DIYs, barbers. <laughs> barbers are are in, man. There's nothing <laughs> bet more satisfying oh, than watching a fresh those. cut, like yeah. a transition. Some ASMR shit. Uh, trick shots, and really satisfying, like um, fucking like melting metal oh nice and like pouring it into things <laughs> yeah, yeah. So i love watching that that's so good and cleaning cars okay so we don't have my exact car you know my, we don't have similar ones at all then anyways it's not a like bot um but so that's one of my uh one of my weaknesses is that and my actual weakness that has actually like prevented a lot of good shit in my life is i don't execute on time enough i take too much i take too much time too long and a lot of times i miss deadlines uh, the procrastination is crazy out of control. Um, so, you, man, you're, you're... To the point where I want to self-medicate with, like, Ritalin and shit. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? Okay, uh, yeah. so you're playing this game right. I got to I gotta end this with one... Um, hmm. Oh, but I have no superpower after that. Oh. Yikes. <laughs> you're tapped out. Yeah. Yes. This one's gone long. This podcast <laughs> yeah, is yeah, pretty I, long. I just checked the time. I was like, damn. Um, let me think here. Uh, negative, negative, negative. What's a or end it on a superpower, man? End it on a superpower. It's all no, good. because what's happened is people are gonna listen to this podcast and be like, Dan only shared good things. Like, no, the first weakness I shared, respect to you, you got us out of it in like two minutes, three minutes. Um. Okay. Well. No. Go. Go. Okay. Go. Superpower. End in, this. in general, I think my positivities come through optimism. Mm. And so what is often tied to optimism is fun, lighthearted, understanding. Uh, and so that is how I view myself. Maybe people don't view me like that, but that is how I view Dan Roto. Mm, light, lighthearted, I think is a good one. Lighthearted, uh, happy-go-lucky. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and like I like, to, I like to have fun. I like to make things fun. And I know that for everybody's fun radar, it is different. Yeah. And their risk, risk averse or risk taker, like that has a different meter that's involved yes. too. So um, when I find somebody, a friend or even like a girl that I'm hanging out with that matches that, I really get into them. Yeah. But, it, but it, it's, um, it's not something that they could sort of like fake. Mm. The problem is like the girls that I've seen in the past that I've been really into with that have had these. It, it, to me, on my radar, red flags. I'm like, this is fucked. Yeah. Like, you know some of them. I'm like, that's <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I don't fucking know. Maybe I'm too black and white with with, with what I like and don't like, or I, I don't know. Oh, that, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one to explore. Um, let's say you go on a first date, yeah. second date. Um, do you write people off from the get-go? Maybe. Maybe. That's part of, like, the black and white yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 maybe. I think what happens is... If if I see it maybe three times on like the first date, I know the first date is not really who they are, but if yeah. I see it three times, I think that's a, a that's like a, a fair a, indication, a tip of something inside that's poking out. So, for instance, if somebody's just really pessimistic, yeah, yeah. multiple times, oh no, 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 then I'm kind of like, this is exhausting. Three dates is even too much. Yeah, for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. So it's, yeah, yeah, maybe th that that could be my downfall. Give me a superpower. Uh, superpower. Superpower is um. I don't say no to my creative mind. And I think what happens is externally uh, that provides 
my, manifests into it manifests into what I deem like really originality in in different forms. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was fucking long winded as shit. Y- y- your ability to say yes and this. Not yeah, shooting something down and saying no. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. I think like I would kill it in a brainstorm session. Yeah, because I think a, like there's people that would go in there and I think they look at it as earning their keep by saying, uh, you know, po- poking holes in it. Like that, that actually wouldn't work, or that's not a good idea. Yeah, and I it's like you're killing it. You don't don't kill it. We're not here to poke holes. We're here to patch holes. Yes, like that's what a, a brainstorm session should be. Yes. So I think yeah, I would kill it in a brainstorm session. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what was last time you were in a brainstorm session man i have i'm all the time with myself um occasionally i'll have them with companies yeah and i can tell i'm such a fucking like when you bring <laughs> yeah, yeah you're like, from a, left field yeah when you bring like a creative <laughs> into a business environment where they're very like designed to think in a money-making yes. way um it's like kind of like what the fuck money numbers kpis and yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like when a brand comes and a brand recently came to me jack links mm. when a brand comes to me and they say what can we do here's our brief i love it because it gives me i look at that brief top to bottom and i go okay here's what they want i'm gonna give them four ideas and usually they like they love one yeah maybe not fond of the others and jack links did that with me and i'm like perfect i'm gonna make you and i'm making currently i'm making them a sledgehammer made of beef jerky <laughs> Right? Like, I love your life, man. Like, and like, that's fun. Or like the other day I made a reverse hot dog. These are things that like, like my mom asked me, I was at, the, at her place and she was like, so what do you got going on this week? And I'm like, I'm making a reverse hot dog. My brother was in the other room, starts laughing. He's like, a reverse hot dog? Yeah. I'm like, that's my life. Yeah. So. Damn. Yeah. Um, let us know because I'm such a great listener. Okay. Uh, of your superpowers because I think we all have these superpowers if you don't have a superpower you need to explore it yourself don't be don't be weird about it guys yeah. like send us what you think you're good at because what that could do be cocky is we could then look at what you think you're good at and maybe we could try to plug it in with us Oof. you know what I mean like that's a really great thing because there's so many people out there that love little nooks about them that we don't even know about us yeah it's our blind side yes and, is, and exploring is, that blind side is there is there is there a spotlight? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> our blind spot is their spotlight. God damn. Oh, <laughs> Donocracy. I, I almost said Donocracy. <laughs> Donocracy. <laughs> Amar Originals. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one, guys. Love you. Hit me.